This is episode 20 on Abundant After Abortion, Choosing to Feel Bad. Welcome to Abundance After Abortion. If you have had an abortion, girlfriend, you are in the right place at the right time. You are fearfully and wonderfully made and your life has purpose and meaning. And so does your little one. John 10.10 says, Christ died that we may have life and that to the full, or what other translations say, in abundance, not to the exclusion of those who have had an abortion. So I am so glad you're tuning in. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, hey. How we doing? Welcome back to the podcast. I want to share um, a couple things that are important regarding our feelings, our emotions, and when they are unpleasant, otherwise uncomfortable. Um, so I did a reel just recently where I talked about this and I was explaining how circumstances some circumstances, some situations in our lives produce, well, it just feels like they produce unpleasant emotions, negative emotions, however you want to term emotions that are uncomfortable or unpreferred. For example, having an abortion. Having an abortion is a circumstance or having had an abortion is a circumstance that seems like it would naturally produce sad emotions or uncomfortable, unpleasant emotions in our lives, in our bodies, in our minds, in our hearts. So there are, this is what I'm trying to say, there are times, circumstances, places that appropriately like for rightful reason, um, produce negative emotions, right? Like there are times when we want to feel sad. The goal in life is to not feel happy all the time. Actually, there are times where we want to feel sad. You'd be, you'd probably be like crazy if you were happy at a funeral or like, displaying or feeling emotions that don't match the circumstance. So I lose my car keys. I'm mad. That's like an appropriate response to a circumstance or a situation in my life. Right. Um, <clears throat> so it's important to understand these situations and when it is actually time to choose the emotions that they naturally produce. Okay, because here's what happens. When we are confronted with these unpleasant, undesired emotions, sadness, depression, purposeless, defeated, like when we're confronted with these and we add emotion on top of them. So that could look like I feel bad for feeling bad. 
I shouldn't feel X, Y, Z. So now there's a layer of judgment about the emotions we're experiencing. Or I should be over this by now. Or this shouldn't bother me this much. Any kind of like guilt trip or judgment or feeling bad for feeling bad or feeling sad for feeling bad. Like any kind of layering on top of an emotion that comes naturally like appropriately, according to the circumstance, <clears throat> we are resisting the, the first emotion. And now we're layering emotions, like more emotions, on top of the initial emotion that we're feeling. And as you can imagine, this doesn't produce a result that is going to be good. So when we are doing this layering of emotions, like I can't believe I'm not over this yet, or I can't believe I'm still feeling this way, or we're judging ourselves for feeling depressed again, like any kind of that layering negative on top of negative, um, recognize or just check in with your body and ask how that feels feels what it is like to experience that in your body. Do you feel uptight? Do you get a migraine? Is your stomach in knots? Um, what is it like? Do you feel anxious in your chest or in your shoulders? Are you clenched in your jaw or your neck? Like what is that experience like in your body? Um, that's important to just be aware of and recognize and consider what you are thinking, not to change the thought, but to be aware and know when there is an understanding or awareness of what we're thinking, that is such a relief. And there's more agency, I guess you could put it. There's more of like this sense of choosing and being in control versus feeling like a victim or life is happening to me and it's out of my control and there's nothing I can do. And now we're just being hit wave after wave with these emotional responses to situations in our life, namely an abortion, having an abortion. Okay, so what else this can lead to when we have an initial emotional response, which I would say is appropriate. It's appropriate to feel sad at a funeral or it's appropriate to feel heartbroken over a breakup. Um, it's easy to understand those emotional responses to situations like that or sadness about having had an abortion. That is a natural, normal emotional response to circumstances like these. But when we shame ourselves or guilt ourselves or feel bad for feeling bad, next, probably what we're going to see very commonly is that we will now take action to change how we feel. I don't like to feel this way, so let me open a bottle. I don't like feeling depressed, 
fill in the blank, whatever emotion is that you would rather not feel or you're trying to avoid or escape from feeling shame, guilt, embarrassment, humiliation, exposure, whatever is like, ugh, I can't stand that. I don't like that. Um, we will more than likely probably try to change an internal emotion by doing something external. Let me eat. Let me watch three hours of reels. Let me flip through Netflix. Let me do a thing, take an action outside of myself to soothe something inside of myself. There are positive ways to do this and there are ways that produce a net negative result, like ways to cope with how we're feeling that produce a net negative result. For example, so I'm talking about feeling bad about a circumstance and I don't like how that feels, so I'm going to change how I feel by buzzing through the drive-thru or for me getting Starbucks. Let me go get coffee. That'll make me feel better. Because I don't like how I feel. But when the thing we do in an attempt to make ourselves feel better, when that produces a net negative result, meaning um, it's unhealthy for me, maybe I'm losing sleep, maybe I'm gaining weight, maybe I'm doing things that are not healthy for my body in an attempt to escape how I'm feeling. It might feel good short term. I feel better for la 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 X, Y, Z doing that thing. I feel better in the moment. But then afterwards, I'm like, oh, dang, I shouldn't have done that. Or, oh, crap. That was one too many. <laughs> See what I mean? So then we're not only faced with feeling upset or disappointed in what we just did for trying to escape how we were feeling. But when we're done with that. The original feeling we were trying to cope with or soothe ourselves or escape, like that's still there. So we have to come back and face that anyway. What a nasty cycle. This can be a really nasty cycle that leads to feeling out of control. Like I was saying, you feel out of control. Nothing's working. I don't have a handle on this. I don't know what to do or how to cope. Or it's not working, meaning like I'm not feeling better. I'm not processing this. This is still there. I still feel bad. And it's not getting better. This can lead to addictive patterns, addictive habits. And I'm even talking like mentally. We can get addicted to a mentality about ourselves, our lives, and our circumstances. Wow, that's a whole nother podcast right there about our default thinking. Why do you find yourself going back to the same way of thinking? Hmm, about myself. Like, maybe a common thought, for example, is, oh, this always happens. This always happens. Or this will never get better. Some kind of thought about a situation or yourself that is default thinking and repetitive and it just makes sense. That's why you keep going back there and keep thinking this 
about yourself or what's possible for you or your situation. So addictive behaviors and um, mindsets, ways of thinking. All right, so I've just painted this whole picture of like experiencing our lives and circumstances that naturally produce negative emotions or feeling bad emotions. It's appropriate to feel sad over a breakup or having had an abortion. It's appropriate, normal, natural to feel guilt or remorse. There's nothing like bad about that. It's not bad to feel bad. Okay. But when it leads to us self-harming or trying to escape what we're feeling by taking action that can become addictive and maybe brings pleasure in the moment or relief in the moment, but produces a net negative result. Well, what the heck do we do then? Now and we go back to our initial feeling of feeling bad for feeling bad or feeling sad about the circumstance. It's still there. It hasn't changed. I haven't resolved it or fixed anything at all. And I'm just making more problems. <clears throat> so I want to offer just to practice allowing, recognizing, and then allowing yourself to feel those appropriate emotional responses. That's like baseline step one. Katie girl, I understand that you chose an abortion 10 years ago and you feel remorse for that today. Katie, honey, that is a normal, natural response to this circumstance there's nothing wrong about that. There's nothing bad about feeling bad. And this is how I feel just normally, naturally in response to that. I'm going to allow that feeling. I'm going to allow that feeling in my body. I don't like it. It's not pleasant. I don't enjoy this, but I'm, I recognize this is what I'm feeling and I'm not going to try to escape it, go away from it, change it, change my thinking. Um, cover how I'm feeling like I just deep breath that's it I'm gonna allow myself to feel all right so that's like step one recognize how you feel and allow it now there might be magical ways of allowing yourself to feel emotions charged powerful very strong very deep emotions you might do this um, in the shower where you can cry, <laughs> you might choose to do this when you have some time to be quiet and listen to yourself. Um, as you get better and exercise more love and compassion in practicing this, as you get better at doing this, you can do it anywhere, anytime, any place, on the fly, on the go. But maybe at first, as you're exploring what it's like to allow and process and experience these deep, charged, very powerful emotions, there might be some more magical ways of letting yourself do that. Take a bath. Um, get a soft 
snuggly blanket and sit on the couch and really think about practicing intention about what is going on, honey. What does this feel like? Because yeah, until we get good at practicing this, when we're just plowing through life and we're on the go and we're working our jobs and taking care of the house and all the things, we're not really conscious and focused on what we're feeling because we're multitasking and doing a zillion things at the same time. (laughs) So to give yourself the honor, the respect, the time of day to acknowledge what you're feeling and then like just ask yourself some questions. What's it like to feel remorse? Well, it feels like my heart is a rock. It feels like my heart is really heavy or it feels like tingle tingles in my legs. Like try to understand what it is that you've been trying to run from this whole time. Allow yourself to experience. And when you do this of like, what is it like? How am I feeling? Try to describe that emotion that you've identified. Is it hot? Is it cold? Is it dark? Is it light? What color is it? What's the texture? How does it taste? Like just come up with ways of describing how you feel so that your, your mind and body can be like, oh, okay, I got this. This is what I've been trying to run from. Like, this is it. Your body will be like, finally processed it. This is what I needed to get through my system. Thanks for letting me allow instead of buffer and run from or try to escape. (sighs) So here's another thing. Like there are times where we want to feel bad so that we can process the emotion. So imagine a hot stove and you touch the hot element. You don't want to find a way to not experience pain. You want to feel that pain so you know to remove your hand. Um, so you want to understand, yes, this is an appropriate response to an appropriate feeling. Like what good would it do for you to have your hand on the hot element and you be like drinking some alcohol to try to buffer, just like numb out and not feel it. Two negatives. Neither of those are good. <laughs> We're trying to be better for the one, like, let me escape the one, but ultimately I'm creating two net negative results. So when we can be aware, just understand how I'm feeling in response to a circumstance in my life that I can't change. This is just what it is. Or maybe I can take my hand off the element. I can change this circumstance. But I wouldn't do that if I didn't know there was pain. If I'm so busy trying to escape pain in my life or I'm creating more pain, I don't even know what the initial source of pain is because I'm guilting myself, I'm judging myself, I shouldn't be depressed right now or I should be on to bigger and better things in my life, I should be there by now, but I'm not. Like Now we're creating so many more sources of emotional pain that we're just 
it's all a jumbled mess. It's all mixed up in jumble mumble. But when we can identify the initial first and foremost root of where our pain is coming from and then allow that, that's going to make a world of difference. And when we get better at processing our pain or negative emotions, honey girl, this is where we step into creating an abundant life after abortion. Because now nothing, um, nothing is impossible and nothing is going to stop you or yeah, stop you from creating an abundant life. All right. Okay. That was a lot, but I'm super happy to have gone through that with you. If you want to talk more about how do I process emotions? How do I like allow for emotions? How do I pinpoint? Is it even possible to feel better? Is that the goal? Can I feel better about this? If you want to talk about these things, that's what I'm here for. I am your life coach post-abortion to help you work through the emotions that ensue having had an abortion. Reach out. My link and information is in the show notes and I'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, I am so glad you're listening to Abundant After Abortion. I've just got a favor to ask. Okay, two favors. If you wouldn't mind giving this podcast a quick five-star rating, just scroll down to the bottom of the page on your phone and tap to rate. Second, if you know someone who needs to hear a message of hope and love after having an abortion of their own, would you send this to them? I won't give you numbers or statistics, but suffice it to say there are a lot of women who have had abortions that we probably don't even know of because many of us are suffering in silence for so many reasons. We're not even open or sharing about it. Lastly, I am here to walk this journey with you. Click my milkshake link where you'll find all the ways that we can get connected. You can sign up for my freebie, deflating the stress balloon. You can join my email list. You can register for my latest webinar or sign up for a consultation so we can coach together for abundance after abortion. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week.